Welcome to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. My name is Tiffany Rosdell and I am a Tokyo-based transformational lifestyle coach. In each episode of this podcast, I want to explore the positive transitions other people have made to, how they freed themselves from their struggles, what pushed them to overcome their difficulties, and how and why they felt like they could overcome. Breakfast with Tiffany Show is really all about the transitions everyone who wants to succeed makes and what they did to get there. As such, while the focus is on LGBTQ plus journeys, I want to share the stories of all people who have found their way to success. My hope is to have this platform for all of us to be together while listening to successful stories, amazing life experiences, inspirational journeys, as well as having good laughs and lots of smiles. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to something quite extraordinary. It's the Breakfast with Tiffany Show podcast. And now, it is with great pleasure that I introduce you to your host, Welcome Tiffany Rossdale. Tiffany, Tiffany Rossdale, and this is our Tea Time Tuesdays, the most awaited session where we have it once a month. And of course, Tea Time Tuesdays is not going to be complete without my co-host, the lovely, the gorgeous Maggie Gingoyan. Welcome back to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, Tiffany. It's nice to catch up with you. So hello, hello, everybody. It's nice to be back here in Tea Time Tuesday in another session of laughter, candid conversation, and I am excited of our topic for this one. Yes, indeed. The last conversation we had last month, you said you were going to be at your mom's place. Am I correct? That is true. So if you will be noticing some background noise on my end, probably chickens making a sound or cars honking, then that's the typical noise of Filipino neighborhood. So apologies if there will be a little bit of an annoyance on my end, that the background noise will give you a glimpse of how it feels like to be in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's good. I don't hear anything, any any chickens on the back. I don't hear any chickens in the background yet, but we'll see. Anyway, like the last few episodes that we had is actually uh, an interview I did with um, one of our fellow trans sisters from California. And my microphone had some issues and I hope the listeners who listened to those episodes, I just wanted to, um, apologies for that. Like, uh, I tried my best. We worked on the tech issues, but for some reason, like it was the microphone that it didn't work well. That's why there's some scratchy noises. And also this time I don't have my microphone. This is the first time I'm using the podcast without microphones. I'm using only my computer microphone. So I might sound different to our listeners, but please bear with us. Mackie will probably have like noises in the background and mine you probably like hear differently from the usual because I don't use any microphone for now. But this issues will be resolved <laughs> in the next week. So uh, bear with us, listeners. Um, thank you for always your support and for tuning in, even though we have some issues 
here and there. So Mackie, let's talk about the topic today. Okay, so this month is about month of love, February. And I know that we're already past mid-month, but I wonder to you, how is it when it comes to uh, the month of love? What is it that you, do you celebrate it? I know that, you know, there's um, Valentine's Day, or do you focus on this month when it comes to love and relationships? What came up with you or what do you do on this, on this month? I love talking about love month, Jeff, because for me, it doesn't only limit to romantic relationships. In fact, I remember celebrating month of love always. I started celebrating month of love with my mom. Mm. So every Valentine's Day, I remember when I was in my elementary days, I always saved up money from my daily allowance so that I can purchase an angel figurine for my mom every Valentine's Aww, Day. So that's cute. I know, and I don't know where the figurines are right now. I'll probably ask my mom, <laughs> hello, it's time for you to pay back. <laughs> but, but I don't know. It's those small gestures that makes me happy. It's just a, my way of showing how grateful I am for all that she has done up until now. From the figurines, it turned out to be love cards for my mom. And she always cries every time. Mom always cries. When I started working, I was able to afford bouquet this time. And now when I started falling in love romantically, that I have told my mom, it's time for me to celebrate love with somebody who I love romantically. Not that I love less my mom, but priorities change. And this was when I had my first boyfriend who is my co-founder of My Transgender Date. We dated back then. So that was um, the start of celebrating Valentine's Day with someone whom you are romantically involved with. We love celebrating it with a simple dinner and gifts. Yes, there are gifts, but mostly it's those small moments that you could always go back and cherish when that relationship ended i started celebrating it on my own i uh, sorry Mac, since when did you start doing uh, celebrating on your own yeah i started celebrating it um right after my breakup so that was around two years after the breakup i started celebrating it on my own so that was in 2018 <gasps> and i remember the first celebration um i was in an island and it was very funny because I posted somewhere on Instagram celebrating with my love. But the picture was me and the pancake because I always love pancakes. There were so many enlightening events that made me realize that celebrating Valentine's Day should not be limited to a certain relationship. It should be celebrated. Absolutely with love regardless of who you are celebrating with so overall valentine's day for me is really a reminder of what love is that's beautiful and i can definitely resonate yes. with that Mackie, because i think we're about the same time 2018 or 2019 where i really started to focus on every valentine's day i celebrated on my own but before i share mine in japan i want to share this 
maybe some of our listeners doesn't know because if they don't live in Japan, they don't know this tradition. In Japan, during Valentine's Day, we have a tradition that the female gives chocolates or gifts to guys during Valentine's Day. And then during M- March 14, we have the women's, uh, the women's Day. So that's a time when women receive gifts from male. So that's like a tradition in Japan. So it's more of like a balance between male and female, like, you know, in your relationship, that there's a time that you can receive the gifts. I just wanted to share. Did you know that, Maki, or no? I believe we have covered that in one of our articles. Celebrating Valentine's Day all over the world. Like, what are other cultures? At my transgender date. Yes, my transgender date blog. I think we did cover that. That's why I was smiling the whole time when you were telling me because it sounds so familiar. And it's very interesting because, correct me if I'm wrong, but Japanese culture when it comes to dating, it's always the men who provide. Yes, majority. Majority, right? I think, I don't know. I don't know in the modern times, but I believe culturally speaking and historically speaking, it's frowned upon when women shows affection towards men publicly you're being judged as a woman they're not very showy when it comes to nowadays you you will see Mm. couples like holding hands or like right next to each other but kissing even kissing is still not it's a taboo like definitely you don't want to do kissing on public until now Uh, even now like it's probably rare if I see someone like kissing, I'll be like, <laughs> like, you know, like I'll be surprised. <laughs> so I think going back to the culture that you mentioned earlier, it's interesting because it's that only one day of the year that women can show their attraction to a certain man by giving a gift. Yeah. Like what I've heard in Japan, because I never studied here. I never went to school here. So this is the time when you have a crush with someone in school that you'll give uh, a chocolate or like a small gift to a guy and they will appreciate it. And then there's also a downside to it because some guys are not that, they call it moteru, motenai. Moteru means like you're very popular with the girls. And there's also motenai means you're not popular with the girls, right? So if you don't get chocolate or anyone from your classmates or from schoolmates, you feel like no one... Attractive. No one attracts, no no one likes. So there's a downside to it. But I think that's one tradition that they've been doing up until now. They still do. Like, oh my gosh, like Maki, when you go to like store here on before February 14th, the entire month, by the way, like February is like all the department stores sell chocolates. It's like chocolates everywhere. (laughs) So it's like the month where they sell a lot of chocolates. Uh, A lot of companies, they produce their own chocolates for this specific month. So it's very special. It's very um, fun. I love chocolates too. But going to sharing my own experience, as I mentioned earlier, that I started doing my own, celebrating my own Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. It's not about dating someone. It's not about going out with someone. It's not about when you're in a relationship. I really love the way you do it too, because this is how, what I've been doing. That's why I really resonate with you because it's not just about those, but also the family that you love and most importantly yourself. So I really thought that Valentine's Day is a day that I can celebrate on my own too. I started buying myself flowers or I would go to a cinema by myself. 
I would eat in a fancy dining restaurant by myself. So yearly, I do different things on the Valentine's Day. That's how I've been celebrating it ever since. It's not about like, I don't care if no one invited me to go out for a date. But before, I actually put on my calendar, who am I going to date? Who am I, you know, like I, I think about it in that way. But changing it into more into myself has been very liberating. I think every time I celebrate it, not just Valentine's Day, by the way. So for example, Christmas, uh, during Christmas time or during some special occasions, I would go on my own. And I think that's very liberating. And I also feel like I made time for myself to celebrate it. And I think that's also a form of like doing a self-love and self-care on your own. And this year, I actually celebrated it with my friends, which is different. Um, I celebrated it uh, with my friends by staying in a fancy hotel and having dinners. So this is first time I'm doing it on a Valentine's Day. Usually I would spend it with someone that you love or like uh, in a relationship or dating. This is definitely a unique experience that I thought like, oh, I can definitely celebrate with my friends too and enjoy it in a way that I can still enjoy and also have meaningful time with my friends. Conversations over wine. Yes. So yes, yes. <laughs> beautiful Tiff. This year I celebrated it with someone special in Hawaii. Mm. So <laughs> after so many years, I'm celebrating it with someone. And it is very special to me when I celebrate special occasions with someone. I have this personal culture where I think it's the introvert in me that if I celebrate special occasions and if I have celebrated those special occasions by myself, that means special because I know how to make myself special. I know how to make myself happy. And celebrating it with someone is special because you're opening up that special occasions to somebody else. You're sharing it to somebody else. So it was. Yeah. And also not just that, it's, it's, you're kind of like showing the person that you, you know what you want. You know what you want. You're being also not depending yes. on what what they will do for you, because you know already how to celebrate yes. it on your own. So I love that idea. Exactly, exactly. It was beautiful. And speaking of celebration and all the dating things, we had our Instagram live, which talks about dating. Yes, exactly. That's what I, all one thing that I would love to talk about on this episode because these are very important topics. It's because we're talking about what we trans women have. Uh, challenges and the first live that we did was very successful we don't have a space to talk about all this you know like as a transgender woman to discuss what we need to do in order for us to have a healthy relationship and also to find the right one for you i'm lucky to have trans sisters or some friends who i can also of course share my experience but in reality like not many trans women has that person that it can rely on and talk to about this issues. So I think this life that thing is, is definitely an important topic. For me personally, it's one thing that you have close friends that you can talk to when it comes to love, dating, and relationship. I personally think that even if you have those closest friends that you can consider as part of your life or you could even call them as your family i'm pretty sure that what you share to them are still filtered 
there are some things that you're not comfortable sharing to to your friends. On top of that, it's also different if you hear it from somebody else whom you do not know where you can reflect on the same stories. It makes you feel valid. It makes you feel like I'm not alone in this world going through this. So doing that Instagram live was really great. And I think you and also Polly. Polly. Hello, Polly. I think it's timely because there are so many trans women out there who are probably unconsciously thinking how nice it would be to listen something like this, to listen somebody that you do not know who have somehow identical experience with you. It came across into my mind, Tiff, while I was listening to your story about celebrating Valentine's Day and also reflecting on my experience when it comes to celebrating Valentine's Day. I cannot help but think why I did not celebrate it on my own. Why I push myself back in celebrating Valentine's Day for myself. When I was in college, I never thought of celebrating it with someone romantically. And that leads me to my belief that as somebody who is different and somebody who is trans woman, this is very sad. I don't think I will be able to find love. Mm. That's why I never, ever thought or dreamed of celebrating it with someone. And that's why I was so happy celebrating it with my mom, giving gifts to my mm. mom, because that's the kind of love that I have at that time. Although I see different kinds of celebration because I'm already teenager at that time. So I can see my classmates celebrating it with her boyfriend and me there just being alone. So it doesn't mean that celebrating it with my mom is less than what they are celebrating with, but I just push myself back the idea of celebrating it with someone romantically because of the thought that I do not believe that I will find love as a trans woman. Now, it may sound sad, but that is really connected to the Instagram Live that we just did. Because these are childhood experiences that contributes to why dating as a trans woman is very, very difficult. Mm. And I am just so happy that at the age of 20s, after so many years, I found someone that I can have an experience in a romantic relationship and then also learned that before being in a romantic relationship, you should love yourself first. And that's where I started celebrating Valentine's Day with myself. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride it is. of how Valentine's Day is, it is as a trans woman. What about you? Thank you for sharing that, Mackie. It's very profound. And I think... It's not just you. I think a lot of trans women, not just probably trans women, but also part of the LGBT community suffers that because the society tells us that, especially in a country where not, it was not like open to sharing um, yes. your relationship if you're part of the LGBT community. In Japan, my experience, I would say like when I was in the Philippines, I was more careful. I wasn't transitioned yet. Um, during that time when I was in the Philippines. So I was very careful. I had a boyfriend. I was very careful to show the public our relationship. Although he's very showy. He's like, he's the one who will touch me. He's the one who will like hold me in my arms. 
but I'm still very careful because I don't want to see people like that's weird or or they're they're gonna be like weirded out of like too male or like you know touching or like mm. you know like doing that so when I moved here in Japan and I started dating and that was also of course like after I did my transition and all that and I realized that people here doesn't judge you like they don't look at you even though I would probably say like I'm not sure if for most people I'm passable they, they would probably think like I'm a transgender because um here if you're a foreigner and if you're a woman they can't even tell if you're a man or a woman sometimes because they don't know they would just think like I'm a woman I never had that feeling of oh I should be careful I should be doing that so it was different when I was in the Philippines and coming here and being more open to like you know going out and dating and seeing guys like on public and mm. on restaurants or being on like dating spots Disneyland <laughs> Oh yeah, by the way, Disneyland, I want to share this to you. In Japan, the Japanese, they believe that if you go to Disneyland with your boyfriend, you will be cursed that, that the relationship will end. And I didn't believe it in the beginning. And then I went with my boyfriend and it, it was true. I was like, because I, I broke up. I'm like, oh my God, that was true. For real? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe okay, good thing that you told me about it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go to Disneyland. Because we are planning to visit Japan, so we're not going to go to Disneyland. Not Disneyland. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I just want to share that because, like, they, the Japanese told me that, and I was just like, oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, like, my experience was definitely different. I felt more open in sharing. I didn't have to be careful, which I think in your experience, and most trans women are probably part of the LGBTQ people because of the, the countries that they live in or where they at, the society, like not that acceptable yet. We have to be very careful. And yes. I'm, I'm very happy to hear that with you, you were able to find other way of celebrating it, but like giving your mom little presents. It's not just about being in a relationship with someone, you know, romantically, but also the relationship between you and your mother you value it yes. and you gave those little presents. And you also feel, of course, happy because your mother appreciates those small gifts that you yes. give every time, right? So I love that. I love that idea. It never came up to me, but ever since I really prioritized myself spending in my own, like, it was weird in the beginning when I, the first time I went to cinema, <laughs> like going on my own or even going out to dinner by myself during Valentine's Day or in Japan, also during the Christmas Day, is also celebrated for lovers. In the Philippines, we celebrate it more in the family, right? But in Japan, they don't have that culture. You spend it with your family during Christmas Day. It's more on um, if you're dating someone, you will go out for fancy, you go for dinner, you go for a date. So even during Christmas, I started celebrating on my own. Like watch a movie, I go to like nice dinners. I would buy myself flowers why not and I always feel like really good whenever I, I do those things I have a question Tiff I'm quite curious when you do that during Valentine's Day do you receive a judgmental look from people because you're doing on your own where supposedly it should be celebrated by two people do you experience that that's a great question thank you for bringing that question up
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you reach up until this last minute of the show, I am extremely grateful for you for tuning in the whole entire episode. If you enjoyed our episode today, please share it to your friends. You can copy and paste the link wherever you are listening to right now. Text your friend, share on your Instagram stories or your Facebook page. Tag me on your social media when you post it. I'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the interview that I had today. And if it's your first time here once again, please do me a favor to subscribe on the podcast. Leave us a review. In every review, it makes me so happy. So I'm looking forward to your ratings and review on Apple Podcasts. You can impact someone's life right now by just sharing our episode today. I hope you enjoyed this episode today as much as I do. And I hope you know how much you matter. How much I appreciate your time for listening. How much I love you and appreciate you. I am truly grateful for your kindness and your support. And as I always say, sprinkle kindness wherever you go. I love you and stay safe and happy. Join us again next Tuesday for the Breakfast with Tiffany show with Tiffany Rossdale.